Act Three of the Tragical History of Dr. Faustus from the Quarto of 1616 by Christopher Marlowe. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Scene One Enter Faustus in his study and Mephistophilus. When I behold the heavens, then I repent and curse thee, wicked Mephistophilus, because thou hast deprived me of those joys. Twas thine own seeking, Faustus. Thank thyself. But thinkst thou heaven is such a glorious thing? I tell thee, Faustus, it is not half so fair as thou, or any man that breathes on earth. How proofst thou that? Twas made for man, then he is more excellent. If heaven was made for man, was made for me. I will renounce this magic and repent. Enter good angel and evil angel. Faustus, repent, yet God will pity thee. Thou art a spirit. God cannot pity thee. Who buzzeth in mine ears? I am a spirit. Be I a devil, yet God may pity me. Yea, God will pity me if I repent. Ay, but Faustus never shall repent. Exeunt angels. My heart is hardened. I cannot repent. Scarce can I name salvation, faith, or heaven. Swords, poisons, halters, and envenomed steel are laid before me to dispatch myself. And long ere this I should have done the deed, Had not sweet pleasure conquered deep despair. Have not I made blind Homer sing to me Of Alexander's love and Enon's death? And hath not he that built the walls of Thebes With ravishing sound of his melodious harp Made music with my Mephistophilus? Why should I die, then, or basely despair? I am resolved... Faustus shall not repent. Come, Mephistophilus, let us dispute again, and reason of divine astrology. Speak, are there many spheres above the moon? Are all celestial bodies but one globe, as is the substance of this centric earth? As are the elements, such are the heavens, even from the moon unto the inferior orb, mutually folded in each other's spheres, and jointly move upon one axle-tree, whose termin is termed the world's wide pole. Nor are the names of Saturn, Mars, or Jupiter feigned, but are erring stars. But have they all one motion, both situ et tempore? Or move from east to west in four and twenty hours upon the poles of the world, but differ in their motions upon the poles of the zodiac? These slender questions Wagner can decide, Hath Mephistophilus no greater skill? Who knows not the double motion of the planets? That the first is finished in a natural day, the second thus, Saturn in thirty years, Jupiter in twelve, Mars in four, the Sun, Venus, and Mercury in a year, the Moon in twenty-eight days. These are freshmen's questions. But tell me, Hath every sphere a dominion or intelligentsia? Aye. How many heavens? 
suns or spheres, are there? 9. The seven planets, the firmament, and the inferior heaven. But is there not Chylomignium et Crystallinum? No, Faustus, they be but fables. Resolve me, then, in this one question. Why are not conjunctions, oppositions, aspects, eclipses, all at one time, but in some years we have more, in some less? Per inoequalum motum respectu totius. Well, I am answered. Now, tell me, who made the world? I will not. Sweet Mephistopheles, tell me. Move me not, Faustus. Villain, have I not bound thee to tell me anything? I, that is not against our kingdom, this is. Thou art damned, think thou of hell. Think, Faustus, upon God that made the world. Remember this. Exit. I go, accursed spirit, to ugly hell. Tis thou hast damned, distressed Faustus' soul. Is not too late. Re-enter good angel and evil angel. Too late. Never too late, if Faustus will repent. If thou repent, devils will tear thee in pieces. Repent, and they shall never raise thy skin. Exeunt angels. O oh Christ, my Saviour, my Saviour, help to save distressed Faustus' soul. Enter Lucifer, Beelzebub, and Mephistopheles. Christ cannot save thy soul, for he is just. There's none but I have interest in the same. Oh, what art thou that look'st so terribly? I am Lucifer, and this is my companion prince in hell. Oh, Faustus, they are come to fetch thy soul. We are come to tell thee thou dost injure us. Thou callest of Christ contrary to thy promise. Thou shouldst not think on God. Think of the devil. And his dam, too. Nor will Faustus henceforth pardon him for this, and Faustus vows never to look to heaven. So shalt thou show thyself an obedient servant, and we will highly gratify thee for it. Faustus, we are come from hell in person to show thee some pastime. Sit down and thou shalt behold the seven deadly sins appear to thee in their own proper shapes and likeness. That sight will be as pleasant unto me as paradise was to Adam the first day of his creation. Talk not of paradise or creation, but mark the show. Go, Mephistopheles, and fetch them in. Mephistopheles brings in the seven deadly sins. Now, Faustus, question them of their names and dispositions. That shall I, soon. What art thou, the first? I am pride. I disdain to have any parents. I am like to Ovid's flea. I can creep into every corner of a wench. 
Sometimes, like a periwig, I sit upon her brow. Next, like a necklace, I hang about her neck. Then, like a fan of feathers, I kiss her lips. And then, turning myself to a wrought smock, do what I list. But fie, what a smell is here! I'll not speak a word more for a king's ransom, unless the ground be perfumed and covered with cloth of arras. Thou art a proud knave indeed. What art thou, the second? I am covetousness, begotten of an old churl in a leather bag, and, might I now obtain my wish, this house, you and all, should turn to gold that I might lock you safe into my chest. O oh, my sweet gold! And what art thou, the third? I am envy, begotten of a chimney-sweeper and an oyster-wife. I cannot read, and therefore wish all books burned. I am lean with seeing others eat. Oh, that there would come a famine over all the world, that all might die, and I live alone. Then thou should see how fat I'd be. But must thou sit and I stand? Come down with a vengeance. Out, envious wretch! But what art thou, the fourth? I am wrath. I had neither father nor mother. I leapt out of a lion's mouth when I was scarce an hour old, and ever since have run up and down the world with this case of rapiers, wounding myself when I could get none to fight withal. I was born in hell, and look to it, for some of you shall be my father. And what art thou, the fifth? I am gluttony. My parents are all dead, and the devil a penny they have left me but a small pension, and that buys me thirty meals a day and ten bevers. A small trifle to suffice nature. I come of a royal pedigree. My father was a gammon of bacon, my mother a hogshead of claret wine. My godfathers were these, Peter Pickle Herring and Martin Martimus Beef. But my godmother, oh, she was an ancient gentlewoman. Her name was Marjorie Marchbeer. Now, Faustus, thou hast heard all my progeny. Wilt thou bid me to supper? Not I. Then the devil choke thee. Choke thyself, glutton. What art thou, the sixth? Hey, ho. I am sloth i was begotten on a sunny bank hey ho i'll not speak a word more for a king's ransom and what are you mistress minx the seventh and last who i sir i am one that loves an inch of raw mutton better than an L of fried stockfish. And the first letter of my name begins with L. Away to hell, away! On, Piper! Exeunt the Sins Oh, how this sight doth delight my soul! Tut, Faustus! In hell is all manner of delight. Oh! Might I see hell, and return again, safe, 
How happy were I then! Faustus, thou shalt. At midnight I will sin for thee. Meanwhile, peruse this book and view it throughly, and thou shalt turn thyself into what shape thou wilt. Thanks, mighty Lucifer. This will I keep as cherry as my life. Now, Faustus, farewell. Farewell, great Lucifer. Exeunt Lucifer and Belzebub. Come, Mephistopheles. Exeunt. Scene two. Enter Robin with a book. What, Dick? Look to the horses there till I come again. I have gotten one of Dr. Faustus's conjuring books, and now we'll have such knavery as passes. Enter Dick. What, Robin? You must come away and walk the horses. I walk the horses, I scorn faith. I have other matters in hand. Let the horses walk themselves, and they will. Reads. A per se A T H E the O per se O demi organ gorgon. Keep further from me, thou illiterate and unlearned hostler. Snails, what hast thou got there? A book? Why, thou canst not tell ne'er a word on't. That thou shalt see presently. Keep out of the circle, I say, lest I send you into the ostry with a vengeance. That's like, Faith. You had best leave your foolery. For an my master come, he'll conjure you, Faith. My master conjure me, I'll tell thee what. And my master come here, I'll clap as fair a pair of horns on's head as thou ever saw in thy life. Thou needst not do that, for my mistress hath done it. Ay, there be of us here that have waded as deep into matters as other men, if they were disposed to talk. A plague take you! I thought you did not sneak up and down after her for nothing. But I prithee, tell me in good sadness, Robin, is that a conjuring book? Do but speak what thou'st have me do, and I'll do't. If thou dance naked, put off thy clothes, and I'll conjure thee about presently, or if thou go but to the tavern with me, I'll give thee white wine, red wine, claret wine, sack, muscadine, malmsey, and whipping crust, hold belly hold, and will not pay a penny for it. Oh, brave! Prithee, let's do it presently, for I am as dry as a dog. Come then, let's away. Exeunt. Scene three. Enter Chorus. Learned Faustus, to find the secrets of astronomy, graven in the book of Jove's high firmament, did mount him up to scale Olympus's top, where, sitting in the chariot burning bright, drawn by the strength of yoked dragon's necks, he views the clouds, the planets and the stars, the tropic zones and quarters of the sky, from the bright circle of the horned moon even to the height of primum mobile and whirling round with this circumference within the concave compass of the pole from east to west his dragons swiftly glide and in eight days did bring him home again not long he stayed within his quiet house to rest his bones after his weary toil but new exploits do hail him out again and mounted then upon a dragon's back that with his wings did part the subtle air he now is gone to prove cosmography 
that measures coasts and kingdoms of the earth and as i guess will first arrive at rome to see the pope and manner of his court and take some part of holy peter's feast the which this day is highly solemnized exit scene four enter faustus and mephistophilus having now my good mephistophilus passed with delight the stately town of trier environed round with airy mountain tops with walls of flint and deep entrenched lakes not to be won by any conquering prince from paris next coasting the realm of france we saw the river mine fall into rhine whose banks are set with groves of fruitful vines then up to naples rich campania whose buildings fair and gorgeous to the eye the streets straight forth and paved with finest brick quarter the town in four equivalents there saw we learned marrow's golden tomb the way he cut an english mile in length through a rock of stone in one night's space from thence to venice padua and the rest in one of which a sumptuous temple stands that threats the stars with her aspiring top whose frame is paved with sundry-coloured stones and roofed aloft with curious work in gold thus hitherto hath faustus spent his time but tell me now what resting place is this hast thou as erst i did command conducted me within the walls of rome i have my faustus and for proof thereof this is the goodly palace of the pope and cause we are no common guests i choose his privy chamber for our use i hope his holiness will bid us welcome all's one for will we bold with his venison but now my faustus that thou mayest perceive what rome contains for to delight thine eyes know that this city stands upon seven hills that underprop the groundwork of the same just through the midst runs flowing tiber's stream with winding banks that cut it in two parts over the which two stately bridges lean that make safe passage to each part of rome upon the bridge called ponte angelo erected is a castle passing strong where thou shalt see such store of ordnance as that the double cannons forged of brass do match the number of the days contained within the compass of one complete year beside the gates and high pyramids that julius caesar brought from africa now by the kingdoms of infernal rule of styx of acheron and the fiery lake of ever-burning phlegathon i swear that i do long to see the monuments and situation of bright splendent rome come therefore let's away nay stay my faustus i know you'd see the pope and take some part of holy peter's feast the which in state and high solemnity this day is held through rome and italy in honour of the pope's triumphant victory sweet mephistophilus thou pleasest me whilst i am here on earth let me be cloyed with all things that delight the heart of man my four-and-twenty years of liberty i'll spend in pleasure and in dalliance that faustus name whilst this bright frame doth stand may be admired through the furthest land tis well said faustus come then stand by me and thou shalt see them come immediately nay stay my gentle mephistophilus 
and grant me my request, and then I go. Thou knowst, within the compass of eight days, we viewed the face of heaven, of earth, and hell. So high our dragons soared into the air, that looking down the earth appeared to me no bigger than my hand in quantity. There did we view the kingdoms of the world, and what might please mine eye I there beheld. Then in this show let me an actor be, that this proud pope may Faustus' cunning see. Let it be so, my Faustus. But first stay and view their triumphs as they pass this way, and then devise what best contents thy mind by cunning in thine art to cross the pope, or dash the pride of this solemnity to make his monks and abbots stand like apes, and point like antics at his triple crown, to beat the beads about the friar's pates, or clap huge horns upon the cardinal's heads, or any villainy thou canst devise, and I'll perform it, Faustus. Hark, they come. This day shall make thee be admired in Rome. Enter the cardinals and bishops, some bearing croziers, some the pillars, monks and friars singing their procession, then the pope, Raymond, king of Hungary, the archbishop of Reims, Bruno, led in chains, and attendants. Cast down our footstool. Saxon Bruno stoop, whilst on thy back his holiness ascends St. Peter's chair and state pontifical. Proud Lucifer, that state belongs to me, but thus I fall to Peter, not to thee. To me and Peter shalt thou grovelling lie, and crouch before the papal dignity. Sound trumpets, then, for thus St. Peter's heir from Bruno's back ascends St. Peter's chair. A flourish while he ascends. Thus, as the gods creep on with feet of wool, long ere with iron hands they punish men, so shall our sleeping vengeance now arise, and smite with death thy hated enterprise. Lord Cardinals of France and Padua, go forthwith to our holy consistory, and read amongst the statutes decretal what by the holy council held at trent the sacred synod hath decreed for him that doth assume the papal government without election and a true consent away and bring us word with speed we go my lord exeunt cardinals of france and padua lord raymond they converse in dumb show Go haste thee, gentle Mephistophilis, follow the cardinals to the consistory, and as they turn their superstitious books, strike them with sloth and drowsy idleness, and make them sleep so sound, that in their shapes thyself and I may parley with this pope, this proud confronter of the emperor, and in despite of all his holiness, Restore this Bruno to his liberty, and bear him to the states of Germany. Faustus, I go. Dispatch it soon. The Pope shall curse that Faustus came to Rome. Exeunt Faustus and Mephistophilus. Pope Adrian, let me have right of law. I was elected by the Emperor. We will depose the Emperor for that deed. 
and curse the people that submit to him both he and thou shall stand excommunicate and interdict from church's privilege and all society of holy men he grows too proud in his authority lifting his lofty head above the clouds and like a steeple overpeers the church but we'll pull down his haughty insolence and as pope alexander our progenitor trod on the neck of german frederick adding this golden sentence to our praise that peter's heirs should tread on emperors and walk upon the dreadful adder's back treading the lion and the dragon down and fearless spurn the killing basilisk so will we quell that haughty schismatic and by authority apostolical depose him from his regal government pope julius swore to princely sigismund for him and the succeeding popes of rome to hold the emperors their lawful lords pope julius did abuse the church's rights and therefore none of his decrees can stand is not all power on earth bestowed on us and therefore though we would we cannot err behold this silver belt whereto is fixed seven golden seals fast sealed with seven seals in token of our sevenfold power from heaven to bind or loose lock fast condemn or judge resign or seal or what so pleaseth us then he and thou and all the world shall stoop or be assured of our dreadful curse to light as heavy as the pains of hell re-enter faustus and mephistophilus in the shapes of the cardinals of france and padua now tell me faustus are we not fitted well yes mephistophilus and two such cardinals ne'er served a holy pope as we shall do but whilst they sleep within the consistory let us salute his reverend fatherhood behold my lord the cardinals are returned welcome grave fathers answer presently what hath our holy council there decreed concerning bruno and the emperor in quittance of their late conspiracy against our state and papal dignity most sacred patron of the church of rome by full consent of all the synod of priests and prelates it is thus decreed that bruno and the german emperor be held as lollards and bold schismatics and proud disturbers of the church's peace and if that bruno by his own assent without enforcement of the german peers did seek to wear the triple diadem and by your death to climb st peter's chair the statutes decretal have thus decreed he shall be straight condemned of heresy and on a pile of faggots burnt to death it is enough here take him to your charge and bear him straight to ponte angelo and in the strongest tower enclose him fast 
to-morrow sitting in our consistory with all our college of grave cardinals we will determine of his life or death here take his triple crown along with you and leave it in the church's treasury make haste again my good lord cardinals and take our blessing apostolical so so twas never devil thus blessed before away sweet mephistophilis be gone the cardinals will be plagued for this anon exeunt faustus and mephistophilis with bruno go presently and bring a banquet forth that we may solemnize saint peter's feast and with lord raymond king of hungary drink to our late and happy victory a senate while the banquet is brought in and then enter faustus and mephistophilis in their own shapes now faustus come prepare thyself for mirth the sleepy cardinals are hard at hand to censure bruno that is posted hence and on a proud paced steed as swift as thought flies over the alps to fruitful germany there to salute the woeful emperor the pope will curse them for their sloth to-day that slept both bruno and his crown away but now that faustus may delight his mind and by their folly make some merriment sweet mephistophilis so charm me here that i may walk invisible to all and do whate'er i please unseen of any faustus thou shalt then kneel down presently whilst on thy head i lay my hand and charm thee with this magic wand first wear this girdle then appear invisible to all our here the planet seven the gloomy air hell and the furious forked hair pluto's blue fire and he cat's tree with magic spells so compass thee that no eye may thy body see so faustus now for all their holiness do what thou wilt thou shalt not be discerned thanks mephistophilis now friars take heed lest faustus make your shaven crowns to bleed faustus no more see where the cardinals come re-enter the cardinals of france and padua with a book welcome lord cardinals come sit down lord raymond take your seat friars attend and see that all things be in readiness as best beseems this solemn festival first may it please your sacred holiness to view the sentence of the reverend synod concerning bruto and the emperor what needs this question did i not tell you to-morrow we would sit in the consistory and there determine of his punishment you brought us word even now it was decreed that bruno and the cursed emperor were by the holy council both condemned for loathed lollards and base schismatics then wherefore would you have me view that book your grace mistakes you gave us no such charge deny it not we all are witnesses that bruno here was late delivered you with his rich triple crown to be reserved and put in the church's treasury by holy paul we saw them not by peter you shall die 
unless you bring them forth immediately hale them to prison laid their limbs with gyves false prelates for this hateful treachery cursed be your souls to hellish misery exeunt attendants with the two cardinals so they are safe now faustus to the feast the pope had never such a frolic guest <sighs> lord archbishop of Reims, sit down with us i thank your holiness fall to the devil choke you and you spare who is that spoke friars look about lord raymond pray fall too i am beholding to the bishop of milan for this so rare a present i thank you sir snatches the dish how now who snatched the meat from me villains why speak you not my good lord archbishop here's a most dainty dish was sent me from a cardinal in france i'll have that too snatches the dish what lollards to attend our holiness that we receive such great indignity oh fetch me some wine ay pray do for faustus is a dry lord raymond i drink unto your grace i pledge your grace snatches the cup oh, my wine gone too ye lubbers look about and find the man that doth this villainy or by our sanctitude you all shall die oh, i pray my lords have patience at this troublesome banquet please it your holiness i think it be some ghost crept out of purgatory and now is come unto your holiness for his pardon it may be so go then command our priests to sing a dirge to lay the fury of this same troublesome ghost exit an attendant the pope crosses himself how now must every bit be spiced with a cross nay then take that strikes the pope oh i am slain help me my lords oh come and help me to bear my body hence damned be his soul for ever for this deed exeunt all except faustus and mephistophilus now faustus what will you do now for i can tell you you'll be cursed with bell book and candle bell book and candle candle book and bell forward and backward to curse faustus to hell re-enter the friars with bell book and candle for the dirge come brethren let's about our business with good devotion they sing cursed be he that stole his holiness meat from the table Maledicatominus Cursed be he that struck his holiness a blow on the face Maledicatominus 
Cursed be he that struck Friar Sandalow a blow on the pate. Maladicas Dominus. Cursed be he that disturbeth our holy dirge. Maladicas Dominus. Cursed be he that took away his holy ness Mephistopheles and Faustus beat the friars and fling fireworks among them, an exeunt. End of Act 3